This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Okay, welcome to an episode of This is Silly. Uh, this is the unplugged version, but I'm not solo tonight. I'm with my good friend, Matt Bird. Yeah, one third off. One third off. We're in the B studio, so you know you don't have all the all the fancy equipment. We're it's, just it's not Abbey Road tonight. We're in the, the one next door. Exactly. Actually, Matt, can you scoot a little closer? I'm having trouble hearing you through the headphones. Yeah. There okay. you go. All right. Let's try that. All right. So last weekend the game was a late one. It was in San Jose. Uh, the team pulled off a two-one win. Um, at this point, considering the injuries we've got right now. That's bonus to me. You know, if you can get points on the road, especially all three, that's glory. It's the first time we've done a double over, right? Yeah, this first first back-to-back uh, win over the same team. They're, they're not a very good team, but you've still got to beat them. Well, and, you know, we've talked about MLS, the strength and or weakness of the league is its parity. Like, even the bad teams you have to show up for, a la the Galaxy and Chicago, we have dropped points against bad teams. So I'm just happy we got in there, grabbed the points, uh, and are still atop the West. Again, we've got you know probably another month without Leuven, and a couple at least a couple more weeks without Klaus. So, but at least other guys are stepping up and scoring yeah. goals. I mean, Giacchini, he he was drawing a lot of critics at the beginning. He was drawing a lot of critics, and he scored eight, nine goals now. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're halfway through the season. And if he finishes the season with sixteen goals, oh, that, yeah. that's a hell of a pickup in the expansion draft. I mean, honestly, if he finishes with no more goals, he will have checked that box for me. You know, it just, I think the criticism against Giacchini is he's not Klaus, and people want him, but that's never going to be his game. You know what I mean? If you really watch what he's doing out there, he does have technical ability, and he is slick with the ball. But when, but when Klaus goes out, Giacchini's not a like-for-like replacement. No, no, they're different but styles. But I think people want that. Different types. You're right. They're different styles, different types, different technical attributes. But if you put him up there with Klaus, he gets he gets more dangerous, I think. But he's still finding a way to do it without that guy. So, I mean... To me, Giacchini's been a success. He's really come on strong. Yeah. It's, and people had to step up, you know, with Lovren out, with Klaus out. We, we had a, we've had a couple of slumps, you know, with, yeah. with the, the Nashville. Blom was out for a while. and You know, we had the Nashville and Salt Lake slump. And, 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 and Nashville, in April. Nashville, I really, it doesn't hurt me that bad because they are a very good team. And Annie McDart is... I mean, he's mm-hmm. yeah, he, is, he can he drop is, three is, on is. any team in the league. He is. And that was just one of those days where he had, I mean, the one ball that Miggy passed out to kind of clear out of the box and it just landed at Mukhtar's feet. That's who he is. Like he's, and when you are that guy, you get lucky. You know what I mean? Like he, he knows where to put himself and he's going to finish it. So, but anyway. Yeah. We had a couple of sl- We needed people to step up, and he has stepped up. Gigi has stepped up. I think so, yeah. Eight goals. Uh, if he continues that, and, you know, confidence breeds confidence. If he keeps this pace up, for a guy we got for nothing in the expansion draft, yeah. 16, 15, 16 goals for the year, bingo. Well, and, and that's the guy, when they took him in the expansion draft, you know, he, he was that guy when he was younger. Mm-hmm. He was in the U.S. system, mm-hmm. and then he kind of faded away, whether it was not in a system that favored him or 
you know, just didn't click with the players around him. It was a gamble that they took. But again, we've talked about this on previous shows. The gambles they've made have more or less paid off. And this is the Giacchini we want, we wanted. If, and I've got a guy I work with who just, he, he just doesn't like the kid. And I'm like, are you watching? Are you seeing what he's doing? He's like, well, one of his goals was this. One of his goals was that. It's like, yeah, but he's putting him in. Like, I, I, that's that's harsh, really harsh, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, that's really harsh. I think with Giacchini, he, he needs to be the guy. He needs to be the man. And at the beginning of the season, Klaus was the man. I, I still think it's okay. He just needs... Remember how Rivas was, mm-hmm. like, when he was in Tulsa? He was the man. He was the man. But he got the run out every week. And when we had him here, he showed flashes of it, but he was kind of platooned in that. So I don't think he has to be the man in the sense of, I want to be the number one goal scorer, but he has to know he's going to play. He has to know, you know, like, he's not looking over his shoulder. Am I going to get pulled out of the game? Or if I had a bad game... Will I not start next game? You know what I'm that yeah. that's the kind of what the man I think he needs to be. Just just keep it rolling, Nicole. Yeah. I mean, seriously, keep rolling. And I and I and I was a critic of him. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, like the first, I don't know, maybe six, seven games, I was yeah. like, he's not really bringing much to the table. He flops a lot, and that, you know, he yeah. gets a lot of criticism for that. You know. But again, that's kind of part of his game. Uh-huh. That's I mean, there are players that do that. But I, I just think I've been watching him off the ball even. Mm-hmm. He does some good dummies. He does little flicks, you know, to put the ball into play. Like the the, the dink against Los yeah. Angeles Galaxy was it was amazing. Divine. It yeah. was divine. It was and it was a goal worthy of winning a game. Exactly. You're just, exactly it's right. It's just a shame with five yeah. minutes to go. We couldn't hold on. But um, he, he's been a big standout for me. I, I have not seen that under under Alderaan. Alderaan. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to mess up his name, but. Big Sam, he we brought him back from, from San, Antonio. San Antonio. And, you know, some people were saying, see, we should have never let him go. But my counter is, I think that loan spell did him well. He was there on loan last year. And, and again, he... I think he wasn't getting the minutes up here. I mean, granted, class was healthy and things were going well. But you got to, you know how you were saying confidence and, mm-hmm. and getting in there. Putting him down there for a four or five games, whatever he was down there, and he was scoring again for San Antonio. You know, they loved having him back, and he was the man. Uh-huh. Well, then you bring him up because you need him, and he it's not like he's been sitting on the bench for a month. He's game fit. He's, yeah, and now he's it's not the same level of competition, but you know, that's the argument for loaning players out. You know, you want to get them some minutes and you want to get them some confidence. He's still and, running in the Texas heat. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you know, but I think. I think he's better off for having gone down and, and had a, a little run and got a little taste of success and then come back. So I'm glad it worked. I'm glad he had a great game. Um, I hope he has a couple more great games. But I, it's not as simple as saying, oh, we should have been playing him for the last month. I don't know. You know, any, anyone can also have a stellar game. Yeah. One, one stellar game. Yeah. Let, you know, let's, let's see him getting a little roll here. He's got, what? Oh, and I'm glad four, he's back. Four yeah. weeks, maybe, yeah. before, before Klaus is fit. I'm glad he's back, and, and I'm glad and, he's and, got a chance. And you want Klaus to have to fight to get back in the team. I yeah. know that sounds ridiculous. Right. But you, you want there to be a battle to get in the starting lineup. Yeah. So, I mean, all things considered, the San Antonio tri- or San Jose trip was good. Um, 
And now we're coming back, we're playing Colorado, who, again, now, bite your tongue, because, you know, Mitch is famous for saying we play down to our competition. Colorado, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of our pride raiser, and, you know, one of the Colorado people who runs their pride raiser, you know, had to say, guys, we didn't score a single goal for June. What do we do? Like, they went a whole month without scoring a goal. So, one of two things is going to happen. We're going to have no problem this weekend, or they're going to score them all yeah. <laughs> against us. I mean, with Berkey, I don't think that's I, likely. I, but I thought I think we saw in the game at, at Denver they are a dangerous team when they're on. Oh yeah, yeah. When they're on, it just you know the Colorado Rapids. It's just like. But this is another one. If we if we drop points in this, a la the Galaxy, you know, we give up a, a goal and only manage a draw, or you know. Worse, worse comes to worse, we lose that game. That will be one where we regret. I think maybe, but it depends what your it depends what your expectations are now. Well, I I mean I do think no matter what happens, this season has been a success. Agreed. Um, and I'm you know people are like oh we should you know reassess our goals. We should host a playoff game as our minimum. It's like no, our minimum was to make the playoffs, and you know knock on wood, we should be able to do that. Anything more is bonus. So I'm not like, you know, going to commit Harry Carey if we lose to Colorado, I but we should win this game. I, we, we should have been Real Salt Lake. Yeah. We, you know, we should have been in the Galaxy. And, and I think every time we drop points, you look at some of the fan pages and it's, this is wrong, this is wrong, the refs are bad, this is bad, this, we're all bad, why are we dropping points here? And people just need to just calm the f down yeah what i we, mean these people are going to lose it when we have a bad season we <laughs> are a team that wins a couple of games and loses a couple of games and and, and that's good enough right now to be top of the west I, really i've not been impressed with the west well no honest. i mean no, but, fair I, enough no, but you're right and it's, it, but we are a team that you take the five the five games in the beginning of the year uh, the beginning of the year as an outlier we're just a team that'll win a few lose a few yeah we I, but that, but even two two years ago when this this project kicked off, you'd have gone okay. I'll take that. Yeah, you know that's average. You know, when yeah. if you lose. Well, and and my point was, like I said, imagine these people when we do have a bad team. Mm-hmm. When I mean, because we've <laughs> seen some bad Good soccer, um, and even the most diehard of fans start pulling their hair out. Well, these people are gonna go absolutely apeshit. If we have a season like some of Chicago Fire seasons, you know, mm-hmm. um, let alone a string of them four or five years in a row, then it'll be real easy to get tickets to City Park. <laughs> yeah, but back to the Colorado yeah. Rapids. We're talking about teams that have had strings of bad yeah, yeah, seasons. Yeah, um, you're right. They're there for the taking, but some games. Yeah, we are on it. We're on fire. We, we're pinging passes about. We're chasing balls down. We're, we're, we're after. And then some some games, and I'll go back to Minnesota at home, Portland at home, and uh, LA Galaxy at home. We couldn't find a red shirt to save our lives. And it, it seems to be famine a feast for us right now. And it just depends what St. Louis team yeah. shows up. Not, well, not really what Rapids team shows up. And Well, that's true. And we're getting to the point of the season. I mean, we've always said... This style of play, very physically intensive, very mentally intensive, and we're starting to get, I mean, today it was 102 
outside. Um, I think it's supposed to be a little bit better Saturday, chance of rain, which may just make it more humid and ungodly. Mm-hmm. But it, this style of play, like I said, very fast-paced, very physical. You're not always going to have your A game at that style, especially when it's 102 degrees. So that is coming too. I mean, that's a da- it's a dangerous game at this yeah. t- t- time of the year. I mean, and they have to have a fallback position. Like if that's not working, you know, and and we've seen Carnell experiment with some formations and do some little things. Uh, but sometimes you're just not going to be able to run for 90 minutes when it's 100 degrees. And, you know, and if they try that game, Colorado just says, you know, we'll just hang tight for 60 minutes, keep it tight, keep it disciplined for 60 minutes. And will knock themselves out and we'll, we'll have them. And, them. and you've seen some of the best success against this team has when, been when t- teams are, like, perfectly content to let St. Louis have the ball. Correct. I mean – it's become sort of an anti-stat. You know, it used to be first thing you would look at when you looked at the score sheet was possession. Mm-hmm. And if your team had 60% of possession, you probably won. The game's changed now where, you know, I actually think St. Louis wants like 30, 40% possession. I don't think they want to hold the ball. And the teams who don't have anything are perfectly content to just boot it back yeah, to us you, and let us have the ball. You, you can't make a mistake right. with the ball if you don't have it. <laughs> right. You know? I, yeah. I, if, if, you, if you want the other team just to hold the ball and, and let them have a wayward pass yeah. like we, we've had in... in the, and if you're a shit team trying to hold it in your end, we will pounce on you and we will take advantage you, you of that. You will shit your pants and, yeah. and gift it to one of us. Yeah. And, and <laughs> So teams yeah. that choose to pass it around the back, that's a dangerous game against us. Teams, you know, you're better off booting it and playing like the old, you know, long ball style and hoping for the best and getting it out of your end. Because the more it's in your end, the better chance you, we have. Can you imagine the Colorado Rapids coach, like their third bottom in the West, going in and saying, right, we're going to start playing out of the back. Yeah, right, <laughs> I've been watching right. Manchester City. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like when uh, Lasso this season discovered total football, you know, because he'd never heard of it, you know, and he, he's having this dream. It's like, oh, yeah. We're going to play this. Here's what we do. You know, guys slide around and, you know, Coach Beard's like, you mean like total football? <laughs> I could just see that. He's like, you know, Colorado Rapids coach is like, I call it Tiki Taka. <laughs> and, and this is how we'll break down St. Louis. It's like, oh, man, it's like that guy in, in the Facebook group that said, I think, you know, Bradley Carnell said this word about the fans and he called it a cauldron, and we should call it a cauldron. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got like cauldron written right, all over the right. state, and we're like, holy shit. That's a great idea, he's, yeah. He's serious. He's a grown man that wrote that this morning. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, <laughs> I mean, God love them. They're excited. They're they're looking for something, but it's like, you, you got you to gotta fact check that first. You got you to gotta know, where, you gotta know yeah. the lay of the land before you start. Right, walking towards the Germans in no man's land, you know. (laughs) So, I fancy our chances. Um, Again, I I think it depends. Sure. What St. Louis team shows up, not what Colorado team shows up. If we're on it, it it should be three 0 If if we're not on it, we we could be looking at ourselves and going, "What the f?" And I think you know, I, I said it before. At this point, with the injuries we have, we're halfway through the season. Now we just grab as many points as we can wherever wherever oh, we sure. can get them. For sure. And for sure. we're already in a much better place than I, even Ever, in, in my wildest dreams, imagined we would be at this point. Uh-huh. I mean, it's going to, 
you know, knock on wood or simulated wood, whatever you have around. <laughs> Particle board. Yeah. Um, you, it's going to be almost hard, harder for us not to make the playoffs at this point. You know, I mean, I can't imagine this team's going to lose 10 in a row or something mm-hmm. crazy. Um, uh, we can, we can, even if we have a slump, I think we can eke out right, enough. Points. Right. So, but again, I mean, just mm-hmm. the, the normal rules of football are you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Yeah. And, we, and we, I, I, I think to a, a, a large degree we have, um, I think real salt, Lake. well, and we've had a couple that we shouldn't have won. Correct. We beat Cincinnati. Yeah, no, we shouldn't it, have beaten Cincinnati. You're, I mean, you're exactly right. We shouldn't have beaten Austin in the first yeah. game. But yeah, if, if, if the, the, I'm I'm looking for reasons why it's going to be tough on Saturday. But if we're on our game, we should beat Colorado. Yeah. So uh, let's talk real quick about Pride Razor. Uh, we're done with Pride Razor as far as the games go. The team scored eight goals. Uh, but it doesn't officially close out until Saturday. Get to the end of June to make your pledge. You can go if you say you pledged a dollar a goal because you thought at that point in time it looked like we may have scored twenty goals, you know, in the season because we were scoring, you know, four a game there for a clip. Uh, now you know it's only eight. So like, like I, I pledged two dollars a goal because mm-hmm. I didn't know what we were going to do. Well, now I upped that to four dollars a goal because now I know. Oh, I just eight goals. It's only going to cost me, you know, 32 bucks or whatever. So feel free to go and edit a pledge, or if you haven't made a pledge yet, you can go do that. And if you're a business owner who's listening to this, you can actually send us a DM, and we can add a lump sum donation. Um, uh, a law firm did it, and uh, we're still hoping maybe uh, the team will come in and match. Last year, they matched. They donated $5,000 to our pride raiser that raised $5,000. Uh this year, Are these teams with that virtue signaling. Well, well, here's the thing: it was easy to <laughs> virtue signal when you're uh, an MLS next team, you know, next pro, because there's less eyeballs on you. Now there's more eyeballs on you. They may not want to get into that, you know, but it is what it is. Um, but we've, we've already. I, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, just no, so I know. You know no, before, I know. Before I start getting... Oh, you've but you've seen the comments anytime. Oh, I see. And I'm not just talking about soccer. I'm talking about you know, oh, Bud sure. Light lost twenty million dollars because Rednecks lost their shit because they gave a few cans to a trans influencer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've just got it's insane. Thing. I've got other things to worry about. Ex- exactly. I'll take a beer. Um, but the good news is we've already raised over nine thousand dollars through our pride raiser, so that's amazing. Uh, we also did a total up on Charity Du Jour through the year. We're up over $13,000 there. So this year total, we're over $20,000 raised for charities, and we're still going strong. This coming weekend, this tailgate, um, or sorry, not tailgate, pregame party at uh, <laughs> Schlafly on Luligan Street. Um, before the Colorado game, our Charity Du Jour partner is going to be Steve's Hot Dogs. They do a program called Feed the People. And, you know, Steve, Steve, longtime fan, like he used to come sing the national anthem at uh, St. Louis FC games. Um, if you don't know the urge, you've probably had Steve's hot dogs either at the stadium or at the hill or one of his other locations. Great hot dogs. Um, but again, just partnering with a local charity that we want to, you know, give them some love, give some money back to their program. So stop by and drop a few bucks in the, uh, Charity Jour bucket this week. Uh, what else do we have? We have oh, Luligan Street. So it passed committee. So 
it went to whatever committee is in charge of the uh, naming of the city streets, and it passed that committee. Now it has to go to the full, uh, full, whatever, full board of aldermen for the St. Louis city. You, you getting on the politics, man? I've already <laughs> fallen asleep. I've already. This is a good one, though. Uh, it's 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 pretty much a certainty that uh, we're gonna. It's going to pass. Mm-hmm. So now the wheels of politics move slowly. I don't know when this is going to be. We may be not christening it until next season because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just the way things go. But I do want to preemptively say when the sign goes up, do not steal the signs because we have to pay for those signs. Ah, do you really? Part of the deal is <laughs> like, we're more than happy to name a street for you, but you got to buck up for the sign. So, we're going to happily pay for the sign because we think it's fun. and but we, we think like it's, one sign. I don't want to replace it every week. Yeah. And also, we're going to sell replicas mm-hmm. of the street sign. So don't, don't steal the big expensive ones. Buy ours. They'll be cheaper. You know, they'll be collectible. We can even have Mitch sign them if that, if that makes it better for you. Uh, I'll buy, pay more for Mitch not to sign them. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> Either way you want to work it, we will be happy to take your money. Um, okay, so that's Luligan Street. Let's talk about the All-Star Game. I mean, not much to say. You, not really. You, you feel how you feel about all-star games. I'm not overly enamored with them. But good news that Berkey and Parker both made the all-star game uh, on the fan ballot. As they should. Um, As they should, honestly. I've, I've, Parker's, Parker recently had his naysayers, his detractors. But for me, he's been brilliant. I think Parker plays the game that has to be played at the particular time. Sometimes that's playing it out of the back and, you know, doing it smoothly. Sometimes that's booting it the fuck out of there. Like he, he just reads the game yeah. well. And that's what we wanted from a like we always said, we need some journeyman MLS guys who know the league. Bit of nouse about them. Uh, yeah. He he for me he's been brilliant. Yeah. And and I think whenever he has made a mistake it's because he's covering for someone else right. who's not as good as him. He's right. had to I mean, he cover finds, a lot of bases. because He does find himself out of position occasionally, but again, that's the uh, product of the style we play, the, the always moving forward. I can forgive a little bit of that. I think he's definitely benefited m- us more than he's hurt us. Again, I, I, can, I, can, I can forgive a lot when I feel that the team's given 100%. Yeah, exactly. You know, even as he's talked about that Nashville game, yeah. I don't think that the, the lads I mean, quit. E- even up until halftime, we looked good in that Nashville game. And then at a certain point, we fell off the cliff. Yeah. And you're g- it's going to happen. So I'm, I, not, I'm not even overly worried about any of the games I, we've I, lost. You know, seven years ago, you sat next to a GM and said, your team's quit on you. Yeah, yeah. And there, w- there was players who you felt... Yeah. weren't given 100%. I've not felt that about this team. I, I feel that everyone seems to be pulling in the same direction. And and, and and again, this can happen at any level. I mean, we've seen Premier League teams quit. Oh, Manchester United were on the beach a month before. <laughs> uh, mentally, they were on the <coughs> beach a month before right. the season ended. So the team is still together. The team is still bought into the system. Mm-hmm. And Parker has been an anchor in that back line. But I also think with, with the, the the young kids and the MLS 2, two team kids coming yep. through, he, he's been... 
He's been a, a leader. A, a guy that they can look to and say, what do we need to do to have the longevity in yeah. this league that you've had? And, you know, yeah. So I, I, I love the guy. And he's... he's it's, we, a, it's his first All-Star game. I'm sure that means something to him. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, I can't believe they picked Berkey, though. What's he fucking done? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Berkey, again... Any doubts we had at the beginning of the season, like is he coming here just to ride off into the sunset, or has he has he dropped a few steps? He's been amazing. I so. didn't have doubts in that regard. Okay, I had doubts because I, I equated it to when Colorado Rapids brought in Timmy Howard. Yeah, that's the only other big name that you you think of when you because because Tim they brought Timmy Howard in on a DP contract. He was paid mega bucks. He was the star. He was the face. But they put four fucking idiots in front of him. <laughs> And he left him exposed. Yeah. And, and I don't that, care how good you are. That's, that yeah. was my concern here. Like yeah. at least Gazan had an Atlanta United defense in front of him. Yeah, Howard was. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, he was just getting peppered, and and it wasn't enough to sell tickets for a year, even. Yeah, you know? it, like sometimes you bring in a big name just to kind of boost that, and it's that that's not the kind of big name that sells tickets. But I also think. You know, the, the American soccer fan is savvy. It's it's gotten a lot better, it's, yeah. They're, 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 they, they know what's what. And yeah. they know when you put Tim Howard behind four fucking idiots, it's not, not going to work. Yeah. And and no matter how, you could have Manuel Neuer back there. Yeah. It's it's going to be still a disaster. And, and it's not going to bring anything to the team. And, and that, that was kind of my concern at the beginning with Berkey. How is it going to go? Is it going to be like that? But it hasn't. And he's yeah. been stellar, but... He he's been stellar, and and Parker in front of him has yeah. been stellar, and hopefully when and Nielsen, by the way, I think I think Leuven, who probably would have made the All Star team if he's not, not been injured. injured, yeah, maybe he has to have been in the conversation. I mean, because Rooney also gets some coaches' picks, Garber gets his commissioner picks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if Rooney's actually named his players that he picked yet, um, but. Two again, two players. You know, that's two more than Kansas City got on the All Star team. Yeah, yeah, I, and 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 rightfully so. Fair play to him. I mean, I'm I'm probably not going to watch because I don't give a shit. But if if, you, if that's your if, yeah, if that's your thing, then then have at it. And well, I mean, I think we talked about it. Like, if it was here in town, I'd probably go. Um, and it's my like it's my team. It's Arsenal. Yeah, like yeah, but I don't much care. Because it's an all-star game. I, I don't think all-star games are... But you and Edouard, you and Edouard. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, and you and Arsenal, well, let's go, yeah. And I say we could have some fun if it was here in town and they do the little events around town. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd do that kind of yeah. stuff. But I'm not going to travel to D.C. Yeah. to see it. Now, some people will, and more power to them. Um, but, again, it's an all-star game. Arsenal's not in season. You know, it's their preseason mm-hmm. kind of dink around. Um, they'll bring the names over and they'll have a run out, but it, it's not like they're a hundred percent or going to give it a hundred percent. The worst thing that can happen is you get an injury during an all-star game. You know what I mean? Either, either one of, yeah, either one of our guys or, or one of the Arsenal guys before their season even starts, they're not going to, you know, go two footed in on a 50, 50 ball. <laughs> It's like, no. <laughs> Can just, you imagine Wayne, Wayne Rooney's picks? Okay, who kicks the shit yeah. out of Odegaard here? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, you know, is he a sleeper agent? Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, you know, some of the coaches around the Premier League are giving Wayne a call. Yeah. Hey, if you could take this guy out, it'd be kind of good. <laughs> you know, I mean, it could happen. I don't know. 
I don't know how much, he's getting, how much he's getting paid as a head coach at D.C. Maybe he'll need a little bonus on him. Um, so the transfer window, that's the only other thing we really have to talk about. I mean, we talked about it last week, you know, what we think we need. Have, have your thoughts evolved at all since then? Um, I don't think... I, I don't think we need anything. Okay. Honestly, f- 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 I don't think we need anything as a short-term fix. If, if I'm the Taylor family... And Lutz says to me, I want to buy this guy from Vancouver. He'll cost a million dollars. I'll be like, the stadium's full. Merch is flying off the shelves. Yeah. We're in first in the West. I don't need to spend a million dollars. Yeah. I don't think we're going to win MLS Cup without him. I don't think we're going to win MLS Cup with him. I, I, so... If, if, if Lutz Practically com- speaking, you don't think we need anything. If Lutz comes to me and says, I want this guy, he's 19 years old, he, he, he'll he be good two years from now, he, we'll lock him, he could be the guy. We can get him right and, now. And we, yeah. can, we can get him now for 250 grand. Yeah. Then I'm listening, I, and I can get that. But there's also, I'm going to use Firmino as the, as the example because he's yeah. the name that's been banned around. There's also players out there, even if you don't need them. Yeah. If that player is out it's there available, available yeah. you, you, you try and get him. Yeah. You know, and sometimes those don't work out. I mean, Ronaldo went back to United. If, if Ronaldo's available, you go try and get him, and it doesn't work out. Yeah, Ozil at Arsenal. Yeah. I was mortified when you got Ozil. Because yeah. if he's out there and right. he's available... right. You, you want go, it. You yeah. go get a We bought fucking Fellaini. Yeah. And you're getting Ozil. And, it, you know, if Bobby Firmino's out there, do I think we need him? Honestly, probably no. Yeah. But it's worth a gamble, isn't it? But, you know, it's, it's he's one of them guys that you... you he, I mean, he's... He's not all Flash, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's Flash, don't get me wrong. He's good. I think he's good. Uh, yeah, good. and and I think maybe he would buy into what Lutz is selling. Like, I mean, that's got to be part of it. If if a guy's not gonna do what we do, mm-hmm. then it's more trouble to bring him in. Correct. I Correct. think. And and I will say my feelings have sort of softened. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Look, you've got to get a backup for Klaus. You've got to get you know a backup for Blom. You've got to get a backup for Leuven." I don't know that you completely need that i still want some depth in places so i'm on board with the i'll spend a hundred grand to get a little depth here or there um i think the equation changes a little bit with leuven's injury do you know how serious it is Mm -hmm. is it i mean sometimes a quad is four weeks sometimes a quad as we're finding out with klaus is three months so if you know you're a little more injured than maybe you've said to the public Maybe you're a little more desperate to sign, you know, some depth there and maybe some better quality. Uh, but I think Vasilev can can fill in as long as Bloom doesn't go out. You know, like yeah, if, if so, that's what I'm saying. I just want some depth, and and I trust Lutz to to spend it <laughs> where he thinks it's most valuable. I, I would hate for the window to close, and then you know we've got a couple more injuries on us, and we didn't pick up anything. Again, I'm not saying I need a starter. I need you to sign a starter in these positions. Yeah. But if somebody's available for a decent price, that you could either think a he can fill in this year for us, 
or B, like you said, he's 19 or 20 and he's got a big upside. We can get him cheap Mm -hmm. and he may be able to help us this year, but it's really, he's going to help us year two, year three. All right. So again, if if you're the Taylor family and Lutz comes to you and says, I want to get this player. And he, he could be the difference between a home playoff game and an away playoff game. You know, that's, yeah. that's I don't think we're going to win MLS Cup. Right. You can bring Bobby Firmino in. I yeah. don't think we're going to win. But I think we can go deep. And it, it could, you know, an extra player could sway the mark. If I'm the tail fans, I go, do I want to pay 100 grand to have a home playoff game? I mean, I think that's probably worth it. It's. I mean, you talk about the, I, I, this gets crass now again. We're not talking about the football. We're talking about the money. Yeah. Um, you know, that opening weekend where they said there was, you know, 35,000 people downtown mm-hmm. and the stadium only holds 22,000 mm-hmm. and how many millions of dollars all these surrounding businesses made and God knows what they made in stadium that day. Like a home playoff game may be worth it for them. I don't know. But uh, yeah, from a practical standpoint, you're right. But we're already the lowest payroll in the league, like second from mm-hmm. bottom. I, I think, I think I, they built in some padding there in case they had to. I think a home playoff game would be, be a it would be a hell of a feather in their cap. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, I think their their cap is full of feathers right now. They don't need any more feathers, mm-hmm. but it would be another nice, you know, thing. Um, I don't know if that gets Carolyn to open the checkbook more, but I think maybe, like I said. When that, but, but when also, that, if, if you're Carolyn and you're like, we've got the second lowest payroll and we're killing it, yeah, why yeah. the hell should I spend more money? The bean counters are, you, you, are you, you heavy. You, yeah. you don't know. I don't know Carolyn very well at all. I've only met twice. Yeah. I, I don't know the tail family. I don't know how they're mine. Are they, are they like, let's let's go win the thing? Right. Or are they, we're doing it for twigs and shit. Right, right, amazing. right. Like, this is easy, isn't it? I, right. don't, I don't know where they're at. Right now, the balance sheet looks pretty good. Yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. But also... When we first, when that list came out and they and they showed how far down mm-hmm. we were, my initial thought was they left room in case some of the bets didn't pay off. So my initial thought is they planned on spending in the window. Maybe not a ton, but they planned on, yeah. we're going to see how it goes and then we're going to make some adjustments. You know what I mean? So she may already have 300000 or 500000 budgeted. Yeah. And if Lutz can make the most of that, you know, if he can find another uh, Blom yeah. somewhere, or if he can find a, you know, if well, Nielsen practically is a new signing because we haven't had him yet. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not sure the guy exists. <laughs> I did see pictures of him practicing, so he does exist. Uh, and uh, what's our what's our hockey player friend's name that comes down to the Sun's tailgate? Sunquist. He has his jersey on, so they're at least selling his jerseys. Okay. Um, but, you know, maybe they, maybe Lutz has identified a couple of players. Or maybe Carnell says, hey, I know a g- couple guys, you know, or even with MLS Next Pro going on, our coach might identify a few guys. He says, you know, since he's not going to need another right back for a few years, yeah. this kid's pretty hot right now. We could bring him in. I don't, you know, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll just have to see how it goes. You know, Albert Deke is scoring yes. fun right now. <laughs> But I mean, again, let's just take a minute to be very proud of Albert. My. We all saw it. We all saw the talent he had. 
and we just wanted it to come good. You, now it has, it has like three years too late for us. But, but you can saw what you can a see, guy. You can see what they, they yeah. and he, he's broke his clavicle. He broke his clavicle against Cincinnati in the Open Cup. Yeah. And but so, if Lutz can find a guy like an Albert Dequa, mm-hmm. who, like I said, he may not help us this year. But I can get him for a hundred thousand dollars now from the German third division yeah. or the Flemish fourth division or you know some team I've never heard of. But he, but he's an Albert Dequa, and three years from now, it's going to look like we got him for a steal for a hundred euros or hundred grand euros or whatever. You know, I'm I'm all I'm all in on that. Listen, I I need someone to pay for my South American road trip. <laughs> so if if, if they need you want to be scout, a scout, scout the Bolivian second division. <laughs> I'm all about it. Hey, you know, you can take uh, some of the Santos guys with you as translators. <laughs> we can get this done. And speaking of Santos, I, I saw they put out like the mid-season graphic about all the different countries their members are from. It's yeah. pretty cool. Like how many different countries. I mean, it's cool to see how many different player, countries players are. Mm-hmm. But the fans, we've got a pretty diverse fan base too. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I, I might have to jump ship, man. You might. I, I, I mean, I might have to get my name on that well, list. You are an English as a second language kind of guy. <laughs> you barely speak it. I'm fluent Mancunian. Hey, there you go. Um, I mean, that's all we had time for today, but I, we did have one question, so we'll answer that. Uh, this is from the Fake City account. Uh, do players really want to play in the All-Star game? Uh, is the mid-season game a good idea, and what would be the better alternative? Oh, and he also wants to get to Aliens, but we'll, we'll save the Alien talk for another time, because I know I know you could go on we, for hours. We, we've, got, we've got two guys at the All-Star game. Yes. I don't think Baker gives a shit. No. He's played in the Champions League. Yeah. He's I mean it's a nice little feather in his cap, but he didn't care. Tim Parker will have five occasions where he plays a team like Arsenal. Yeah. Tim Parker has played six, seven years in MLS and he's being recognized finally. Yeah. I think it means a lot to him. Yeah. I do think it means a lot to him. I I may be doing Roman a disservice there. Yeah. Oh, I mean I mean sure it's nice. It's not yeah, yeah. And he does want to be the best. And, and so and this he, is him saying, I, I am the best. I'm the best. But for Tim, it is, I think it is a hell of an accolade to, to be chosen by your peers. Um, well, I, I think it means a lot to him. And, and my initial thought when I saw this question was, was along the same lines. Um, some of these kids who are, are being chosen for the All-Star game, this is a good chance for them to measure themselves against Arsenal, against a mm-hmm. Premier League team. And they may never get that chance again. You know, I mean, some of them, some of the players who are on the All-Star team have played overseas and come back, or or some of them may have aspirations to still go over. Yeah. But there's a lot of the mid-level MLS guys who are just having a really good season this year, and they get their moment. They get they get their name announced, you know, in the in their home city. You know, like Berkey and uh, Parker have gotten a lot of, you know, praise this week. Like, that's got to feel good. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. and yeah, you've got your moment. So, like, say, like a guy like Miggy Perez made it, for example, just a young player. That's awesome. You get to line up against some of the best players in the world and, and trade jerseys with them or, or whatever. There's not many people in Europe tuning in to watch St. No, Louis no, against no. Real Salt Lake. Right. But they might tune into that. Yeah. You know, well, and, and definitely. A lot of eyeballs on Timmy Parker. Yeah. So 
I mean, no, I th- I th- I'm sure. I'm sure he's absolutely made up. Yeah. Now the guys who've made it three or four times, they're probably over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think you know injuries are a concern. Like it is always kind of weird. You're playing in the middle of the season. You know where a game that counts for absolutely nothing could really fuck you over or, or even just wear you out for the next game that you come back. Everybody else is getting a good rest. Um, but when you do like an all-star game after the season, like the NFL does, nobody even cares. The season's over. I'm relaxing. They're on the beach. Um, and then you do have players, especially in NFL pro ball. who be like, Oh, I'm injured. I can't go. I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the game on Saturday. So I'm driving here today going, I'm going to talk about. I was just going to sit there going, I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> That's all I was going to do. That you is, know? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pro ball. But, and this even happens with international breaks where, you know, say Manchester City is rolling along and there's an international break and Pep says, mm, I think you got a bit of a, a wiggle there, De Bruyne. Do you, do you yeah. not want to, do you not want to go suit up for your national team? Because the meaningless friendly in the middle of the Premier League chase some players don't want to go do that. There was now, the, I mean, playing for country is always an honor. There was a story I read, I think it was in The Athletic this this last couple of months, and Angel Di Maria. Yeah. The World Cup final against France. Um, he, he was at Real Madrid, right? I think so, yeah. And he, Real, he had a little niggle at the World Cup, and he was looking to get in his... Um, transfer to Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, yeah. Real Madrid didn't want him to play in the World Cup final. They didn't want to damage his value in the in transfer. In the World yeah. Cup. He's, and, and, he's, and I, I'm, like, I'm an Argentinian right. about to play in the World Cup final. Right. And you say I can't play. Right. He was like... <laughs> well, and but we've always heard stories about this. Now, yeah. World Cup final takes it to a new level. Yeah. But we've heard coaches say, mm, I'd rather hold you back. I, I'm not going to clear you fit for international duty. Or... Or whatever. And the All-Star game could be like that. I mean, again, it's a meaningless game. You know, it doesn't count for anything. Um, but I think it's nice. It's a nice honor. It's a nice honor, but it is a meaningless game. And if Tim Parker, you know, breaks his tibia, it's going to be the worst fucking idea ever to have the All-Star game in the middle of the season. Yeah. And someone will get hurt. I mean... Hopefully not seriously, but you know it's it's football. You're gonna pull a hamstring, or you're gonna. <laughs> you, and you know we're getting these quad injuries and stuff, and, <laughs> right. and we're, we're running around like blue ass flies in the middle of summer. You know things things and are gonna my, get stretched. I man. can't get enough placenta in in time <laughs> yes. to take care of them all. You know you got an import license from yeah. Croatia to get it, and we're gonna get injuries the yeah. way we play in this in heat, the heat. Yeah, in this heat. So yes, I think. Uh, I mean, I think some players want to go play in the All-Star game, 100%. But I think if you did a silent poll and you asked all the coaches and you asked all the players, maybe not such a good idea to do it mid-season. Um, you know, they do the little fun skills competition. That's that's kind of fun. But as far as the All-Star game, is anybody really rooting for the All-Star game? You know, is anybody, like, pissed off if, if we win or if we lose? Or I don't think anybody cares i'm not even sure i'll watch honestly i'm not sure i mean if it's on if we have a party like at second shift or something i mean i'll be smoking and drinking i'm not gonna be paying attention Mm -hmm. you know 
Oh, oh, hey, Berkey made a good save. Thank you. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) But I don't know. But it is a nice honor for those guys. But yeah, I mean, I'm just worried about uh, their health. (laughs) But I'm worried about their health every game of the the week, including uh, this coming Saturday. So I don't know what else to say. Just come join us at uh, Second Shift. Or sorry, Schlafly. Second Shift's the away game. Schlafly on Luligan Street. We will be there Saturday starting at 4 it's going to be a little warm, uh, may rain a little bit, but... Uh, Powder up, boys. I think it's going to be cooler than today, oh, if that's God, any... Today was brutal. Today was pretty bad. You went for a bike ride. No, You're stupid. Oh, we, this weekend, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was awful. Uh, Powder up, boys. <laughs> Other than that, uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon.